calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide. And in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S.com. In the beginning, there was nothing. And then there was the Drunken Peasants Podcast. I got to get away this. No! Say, man. You got a joint? Uh, no, not on you, man. I don't have facts to back this up. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. That's true. Sometimes I cry. Oh! Miss my butthole, he <laughs> From the strangest corners of the internet, here to bring you opinions of the world from an altered perspective. Here are your hosts. The Drunken Peasants. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Drunken Peasants Podcast. This is episode 1140. Do it live. We're back again. And uh, <laughs> Billy isn't here. It, it looks like he's here, but he's not here. He's he's horribly battered and bruised. I've I've been destroyed. He's been destroyed. I've everyone. been completely destroyed. He'll never be the same. He'll never I sure hope same. that's not true, but like, oh, I'm joking. You never I'm... know while you're going through it, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You never know. Yeah. Like, like, what if, what if I was crippled for the rest of my life and I didn't even know it yet? That would suck. <laughs> I feel like you'd be there already. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. But I feel like you'd fee- you'd know. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I don't know. Uh, well, like you get that point, you get that point where you heal, right? And yeah. uh, like everything's better. I'm not there yet. <laughs> mm. Yeah, everybody, uh, everyone, like the stream, please, and also please consider uh, helping us out here. Uh, I I pinned it in the chat. If you're watching this later on, uh, and you, you know you're one of those people that would normally send in a stream labs, but you don't get to catch the show live, you watch it later on. Consider throwing those dollars at our computer fund. We already have the computer fund. I made it clear when I started this that I'm getting the computer no matter what. Uh, and that, you know, I'm, I was going to open the fund for anyone that wanted to help. So if you want to help us out, help pay for the computer that's already bought. We'd appreciate it. It's right here. Help us out. Thank you. And that concludes. The shilling part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, that, can, that concludes 
Phase one. Phase one. The yeah. Part. The yes. Uh, well. <laughs> After we reach that goal, <laughs> we will work to integrate the computer into my physiology, and I will be both me and the DP computer as one. I'll be like the Borg, the DP Borg, and then I'll assimilate Billy, and he'll become part of the collective. And basically, when we do the show, we'll just like plug ourselves in to the computer, and we'll be like, I might. Yeah. I might have to stay human so that I can be the one that unplugs you resistance, or turns you off and turns you back on. Resistance case. is futile. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you think actually I'll I'll lead you in thinking that that's all your job is. Yeah, I'm just here. I'm just here to turn you on yeah, and back to off turn and back me on, on again in case you don't to, work. You're just here to turn me on. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. There's a big Magic the Gathering card storyline right now, and it's basically stealing the Borg storyline. Oh, yeah. But it's machines completing everybody. They're trying to complete everything and make them all machines. Yeah, so yeah. It's the same thing as the Borg storyline, right? Yeah, yeah. And the Borg are just zombie. Like, zombies go around and turn everyone else into zombies, you know, but the Borg are just like space yeah. zombies. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah. We have. I, Is that a you, Doctor Who thing originally? Uh, no. Did, did they do that with the Cybermen? You know, I don't know. I'm not that familiar with Doctor Who, so yeah. I'm not sure about that. Um,. I've I've only watched a few episodes of Doctor Who ever. Uh, uh, I've seen a few. So let's check out this news. Uh, I I said this, I think it was the last episode, maybe the one before that, that we're at the point now where people are going to come out with stories about Santos. And because he has so many confirmed lies, any story no matter how out there it may seem is getting picked up by the news because it could be true uh so now it's he when he lived in brazil he was like a drag performer and from what i understand he's uh uh, like i'm pretty sure he's against like he's he's joined in on the whole uh Moral panic over the drag queen stuff from Yucatan, Mexico to New Jersey, just to get served three summons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, For his Ralphomania thing. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, Did you see any of the fallout of that? No, no. There was a female wrestler that they contracted to work the Ralphomania show. I did see that part. (laughs) <laughs> it was so bad. The audience, I guess, oh, I don't know if it was Ralph or someone in the audience, or someone someone who booked her, they were chanting uh, Rape her. to R-word her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were just, like, chanting it. And she's in the ring. And uh, she, like, went back online and just complained all about it. And all the responses were, what do you expect working a show with Ethan Ralph? And she was like, I didn't get booked by this guy. I got booked by somebody else. I had no idea what I was getting into when, yeah. I, when I showed up there. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. And then he got summoned. Yeah. It, he left Mexico. He left his safe haven. It's craziness, man. Yeah, because he needed to go do a wrestling show. So <laughs> here, here we go with, uh, with some action news. He called me, sir. It got me so humiliated. Discriminating against wolves. Wow, they're laughing at us at our stupidity. Can you better well learn to 
So, right now, a drag performer in Brazil is saying that Representative Santos used to work with him as a drag performer like 10 years ago in Brazil. And it is true. Uh, I, I believe at least Santos's mother is from Brazil, as far as I know, because I uh, remember uh, he had made some claims that his mother barely survived 9-11, but it turns out that she was living in Brazil yeah. when 9-11 happened. So, yeah. Let's... Yeah, we definitely know there's ties there. Yeah, yeah. So here it is. Vabil Jornal. This is the third LGBTQ plus parade. Speaking with us from Brazil and holding up a newspaper as proof, drag artist Yula Rocard says this is Congressman George Santos. Rocard also shared a picture on Instagram saying Santos, who went by the name Anthony at the time, appeared in drag under the stage name Katara in Brazil in 2008. Katara! That's a pretty cool name for a drag performer. Yeah, now, that's... let's examine the... F- I was looking at it side by side. Now, in the thumbnail for this episode, the Santos picture is done like professionally, and you could tell uh, yeah. there was like a light on him to like wash out any imperfections and stuff. And then this picture is just like outside, probably taken by some kind of old <laughs> camera phone ten years ago. Uh, but this got, this got some decent lighting on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, one thing that stood out to me was uh, the teeth look similar to Santos. I do have a side-by-side picture that I could probably put up here after we play this. Um, we know Santos lies all the time. Has Santos said this wasn't him? Yes. Has anybody asked? Yeah, he has said. Yeah. I I have another video about him denying it late, uh, that I was going to play after this. Eight. Yeah, because he can lie all he wants, but I know Shakira, and she says the hips don't lie. <laughs> so we, we got to see a side-by-side side of their hips. Let me make this very clear. I work as a drag queen since 1984. I am known in my city, in my states, and parts of Brazil, and Anthony was new. He knew about me and started to go to my home because he used to live here in Niterói. Santos is denying the account, tweeting that it's... The most recent obsession from the media claiming that I am a drag queen or performed as a drag queen is categorically false. The media continues to make outrageous claims about my life while I am working to deliver results. I will not be distracted nor phased by this. What's the difference between false and categorically false? <laughs> like, I've heard that uh, I've heard that used a lot. Um, yeah, I'm wondering in a way that is unambiguously explicit and direct. So they say there's there's no ambiguity to the falsehood here. It's directly not true. Why would you add that indicator unless you were lying? People who lie always go over the top and they go too far. I will say uh, he does bear a resemblance to the lady in the photo because I looked at it a lot and there is a resemblance. I will say that categorically false. And when I look at him like him now, the way his eyebrows are very like very uh, meticulously styled, you know, it, it, it. it puts off some vibes that would lead me to believe that maybe he does enjoy I, being pretty. You know, I always thought he had a very femme face. Yeah. I thought he was one of those undercover uh, congressmen that that like to tap on the floor of the bathroom. I I I feel like I could really 
tell you without any falsehood if I could just smell both of them. <laughs> you mean I could just sniff if I could just sniff the drag queen and Katara? sniff George Santos. I would yeah, if I could sniff Katara and sniff George Santos, I'd be able to tell you without a doubt if they were the same person. Hmm. And a distraction. The Long Island and Queens Republican has positioned himself as conservative. The Queens. One of the idiots who voted for Santos. Cry laughing emoji. I think it's hilarious <laughs> that he's a congressman for for Queens. Is that is that what they said? Was it Queens? I know I know it was out there. They right? said the Long Island Queens. and Queens congressman. Okay. So like so part of his district is in Long Island and in Queens. Is that true? Yeah. Because that's just hilarious. I didn't know yeah, which I mean, district he was in. <laughs> so those queens, uh, they prefer a Long Island to a short one. Voicing support for Florida's so-called Don't Say Gay bill, which prohibits classroom discussion of sexual orientation and gender identity. Drag story hour. In that would be, I mean, that's the funny part about this. Like, I don't care if someone's a drag queen, you know, but people who, yeah. people who publicly speak against things like that and then secretly are like that, the hypocrisy is just hilarious. Libraries yeah. is a frequent Maybe that's part of his kink. Conservatives. I think it's just part of being a politician. Like, you know, he'll 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 shit on people that are a lot like him just to keep his his power, you know, his his position of power. Was it weird seeing him wear a backpack Fun. going into Sorry, going into Congress with his suit and a backpack? Joke there. No, 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 that's fine. I, for, tw for $20, you can two-step Red Scare. Uh, <laughs> whether or not Santos dressed in drag more than a decade ago may be the least of his concerns. That dog saved my life. Yeah, the dog yeah, thing is real. just disgusting. <laughs> I was suicidal when I'd first gotten out of the military. Um, and if it wasn't for her, I would not be here. We've been telling you how Richard Ostoff, a military veteran from New Jersey, says Santos took $3,000 from a fundraiser that was supposed to help his dying dog. Santos God. denies this claim right. as well, calling the accusation shocking and insane. The problem with his denials <laughs> is that Santos already he's admitted... He's just gaslighting his way through everything. Well, look, he's already I, I admitted to it. Yeah. To lie yeah. about some oh, things and... He's so bad. I got a message from a simple country detective and the simple country private investigator says the district that includes part of northern Nassau County on Long Island and northeastern Queens. So this is just like the shoulder of the queen, but it's a very broad shoulder. Is accused of lying about even more, from working for Goldman Sachs to being a volleyball star at Baruch College to his mother perishing on 9-11 to his grandparents fleeing the Holocaust. And questions remain about where his recent and sudden wealth came from. He lies about his income. He lies about where he went to school, where he worked. He lies about every item on his resume. And every day we say it can't get any worse. This gentleman, he's... He's a legislator? Uh, he, yes. He looks, he looks dapper. Yeah. <laughs> he looks dapper. Yeah. Can we GQ get him to replace uh, Santos? For real. So this guy wants to be on the shoulder of the queens. Here's, uh, 
Congressman George Santos is denying new claims that he participated in drag performances while in Brazil. It's just the latest accusation about the launch. During oh yeah, this is my call. This is supposed to be him in this. uh, Allegedly, this is him in this old video. That's him. That's him. A drag performer who said, uh, who shared that video you see on your screen, who said that uh, he knew George Santos when they were. Is is Santos tall? Or, or or is he just wearing platforms? I do believe so, yeah. He's probably got platforms on here, too. Because he's taller, just pretty tall compared to everyone else here. In Brazil, when uh, George Santos was, quote, uh, trying to be a performer but didn't have what it takes. You see the journalists there interviewing him. That's actually someone that my colleague spoke to as well, who uh, reaffirmed that that is, in fact, Santos in 2008 in Brazil uh, during Brazil's first a pride march going out there trying to perform in drag santos denying it and you mentioned how this ties into his so this is from a newspaper article and it's too distorted to really see um it'd be- can, can you believe that george santos didn't have what it takes to be a drag queen that's why <laughs> that's why he's a, a he didn't have what it takes to be a congressman either he had to lie his way in which actually lying your way in is what it takes to be a congressman <laughs> yeah, it, he he did it differently though. Normally they just lie about what they're going to do and then yeah. not do it and then just do stuff to like make themselves rich and and make sure they can stay there as long as possible. But Santos just lied about his qualifications. He took the shortcut. I'm trying to trying to find his height. I'm looking all over and I'm I mean, not seeing a height for In George this picture, Santos, but... if this is Santos, then they are taller than this other person too. Like, t- what? It, yeah. What is Santos like? How does he measure up? Like pictures of Santos today. How does he measure up to the people around him? Like, is he normally yeah, taller than for, the people around? I can't him? find. I, uh, he's very much taller than this woman he's standing next to. He seems to be taller than just about everybody he's standing next to. Okay. Yeah, he's a tall guy. Okay. Every picture I find of him, he's he's stand towering above people next to him. Okay. So I yeah. think he's taller than Matt Gates. Okay. I, th- I think he looks like a tall guy. All right. So he's, he's got like a a Tony Soprano build. He's like phony <laughs> Soprano. Now, does the lady on the right in this photo have a Tony Soprano build? I mean, this would be 10 years ago, though, to be fair. Yeah, she's got she's got this queen's got the shoulders to to, to cover the upper Nassau County area. (laughs) Anti LGBTQ uh, legislation, something that he's called for during the campaign. He aligned himself with the don't say gay bill in Florida, even saying that as a proud gay man, he doesn't believe that students should be uh, taught sex or sexual orientation in schools. He's definitely aligning himself with the hard right in his party as well. We saw him interacting with Matt Gates, for example, uh, in the congressional chamber. The congressman is also pushing back, Julie, against reports that he took funds from a veteran's dying dog. Go fund. <sighs> yeah, that's just beyond the pale. You know, if if that actually happened, uh, I think there's one more thing here about Santos. Like people are all people are already like, you know, other people waiting in the wings to take his uh, congressional seat just in case they strong arm him into leaving office. 
So that's with New York Congressman George Santos under scrutiny. Some politicians are eyeing his seat in the House. CBS 2's Jennifer McLogan has the latest on a recent Santos sighting. George Santos wasn't in his office this week, but we found out one place he was, this Hindu temple in New Hyde Park. (laughs) So, So everyone hates him. People are saying all this stuff about him. They want him to get out of office, but he goes... He goes to a Hindu temple. He sent a Santos posted a thank you and these photos. George, uh, Mr. George Santos walks in and uh, he stood there for about two, two and a half, three hours through the prayers and he left. He wasn't invited in. No. No, we didn't invite him. Does he claim <laughs> in, the, in the tweet, did he say that they invited him? Because what he wants Weird. to do is try to like... Okay, he said for allowing me to attend. All right, he didn't say thank you for inviting me. I was I was looking to see if he like claimed they invited him, because that's just ridiculous. I guess his Twitter got suspended too. You see this? Interesting. Do we know why? No, I don't know why. Ah. Was abruptly suspended. Santos tweeted that he's co-sponsored. Yeah, he is taller than everyone around him. Every time I see him, four bills has two more in the making. Is meeting with mayors. It's heartbreaking. This is just a complete exercise in cynicism. State Assemblyman Charles Levine also governs in what is now Santos's district. He is there. Yeah, that is him. That has. <laughs> I mean, like I'm not 100 yeah, percent sure, pretty... but it seems like it's probably him. Yeah, I, I bet you. I bet you that the guy who sent it in, like, was close with him. Like, they knew him, and they were like, like he. The second he saw George Santos in the news, like this motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, what? What's he doing there? Last time I seen him, he sucked a drag queen. So it looks like. Um, this is so interesting. Um, so. I, I looked up the Wikipedia for Santos, and it says Santos in 2023 denied the allegations of having been a drag queen. Politico and BuzzFeed News reported in January 2023 that a Wikipedia user called Anthony DeVolder, one of Santos's aliases, wrote about himself on Wikipedia, mm. stating that at the age of 17, he was a drag queen in a gay nightclub and won several gay beauty pageants. The user page for Anthony DeVolder, which had not been edited since 2011, also contained Santos's birth date and family background details, reported Politico and BuzzFeed News. Mm. So they're linking an old Damn. Wikipedia user account to him. That's from like... 10 years ago, 2011. Yes. Yeah, my, my guy was setting up his page because he thought he was going to be America's next top uh, throttle. Oh, what was he it? Was, uh, he was ready for it. What was it? Uh, the, the drag way, the drag race. Yeah, the drag race. Yeah, yeah. you left Frank. the uh, political race or the drag race for the political race. Frankenstein. <laughs> he is their creation. We now have to figure out. He is their Frankenstein. How to exist with him. This was an unexpected find. Genealogy researcher Alex Kalsreth obtained newly uncovered immigration records of Santos's mother. Santos had claimed his mother was in the South Tower and escaped with her life. She was in Brazil for years before and after, <laughs> so she could not have been in New York on 9 11. It's just to one be more fair, lie. On she top was of all. in the South and. She was in the south part of Brazil, and there she was in a tower. 
in the south part of Brazil. It was a south tower in Brazil on 9-11. She just happened to be there. <laughs> the other I meant 9-11 New York City. That much more significant. It's your mistake. It's in, for New York, it's a seminar. Here's like, so they. this is one of his known aliases, too. And it's interesting. Uh, this is this is from <laughs> yeah. This is all still out there. Um, yeah, this is definitely uh, like. There's no way somebody set this up ten years ago to George drag Santos him now. It's the long cause to crush the bones of unbaptized babies. Oh, so now I like him. No, <laughs> Republican Peter King in an op-ed writes Santos cannot fake his way through Congress. Uh, Both Republicans... I mean, he can't. He faked his way into it. I mean, it's... If nobody knew... <laughs> if no one knew that he was a liar, no one would... They'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, he's he's the same kind of liar as us, so that's okay. But because he lied about other things, he's not welcome in there. You gotta be their kind yeah. of liar. I wonder if he'll do anything good. He has the ability to. He'll actually be able to do anything. That'd be like the craziest thing of all, is if he actually turned out to be a really good congressman. He's already district, and they were actually. Yeah, he he's already on committees, which is hilarious. He made his way onto some committees, and I mean, he has a vote. So, let's see how he uses it. Democratic Party leaders know the eyes of the nation would be on a special election here in District 3 and massively expensive. Already names bandied about for the GOP, Jack Martins, Allison Esposito, Daniel Serrata, and for the Dems, Robert Zimmerman, John Kamen, even Tom Swazi. I think we are going to have a special election. Oh, Tom Swazi? As far as the Democratic Party. That's a cool name. <laughs> Tom Swazi? My name is Tom that, Swazi. Like a- yeah, like if there was like a, a, an adult youth novel, like Tom Swazi would be like the character that came in and gave like the main character his first drugs. Tom Swazi was a hip cat from up the road, northern Queens, walked like a man but talked like a god. Tom me a big bag of pills. Tom Swazi <laughs> and Patrick Swayze. Ooh. Here in Nassau County, we are ready for it. And of course, I'll be speaking with the Keem Jeffries and the folks at the DCCC in Washington. Congress and George Santos are back in session next week. We are still awaiting his return. God, what a scowl. I'm Jennifer McLogan, CBS 2 News. All right, so. (laughs) He looks like he's just waiting to be an old man. That is, that's the type of scowl you'd see Jeffrey Tambor have after a, a downtick on Arrested Development. Quick reminder to everybody uh, for all of uh, all the patrons, ten dollars and above, or if you're a, a member uh, of the channel uh, at the at the top level, we're going to be doing a, uh, a a continuation of our reaction to the true crime series based on Teddy Hart, which is. Yes. It's interesting, but we we had to take a break for a little while because of the computer troubles. But now we're back up and running again. So, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Check out this news. For those of you watching, sorry, sorry, like the stream. Hey, 
It's very, it's very good thing to like this stream. Please like it. We don't normally stream on Fridays, and that's normally uh, our worst day. I, I notice, like when we stream on Fridays, it, it usually, usually the numbers aren't where they usually are. You know, um, but it's like as if our viewership does things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Friday is a day to do fun things. All right, check this. Check this news story out. This is crazy. This guy got out of prison and moved in to his daughter's dorm at a college and then ended up, like, pimping all the girls that live there out. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. The man who moved into his daughter's New York college dorm and then subjected her friends to forced labor and prostitution was sentenced to 60 years behind bars today. Lawrence Ray found guilty at trial back in April of sex trafficking, forced labor, conspiracy, and extortion. CBS 2's Alice Gaynor was in the courtroom. A judge told Lawrence Ray his... Look how... He looks like Yule Brenner in these, like, courtroom sketches. If anyone knows who Yule Brenner is... From the King and I. Yeah. Crimes were particularly heinous. He looks he evil. Moralized yes. and brainwashed victims, employing methods of psychological terror, beating, torturing, starving, and sexually degrading them, telling Ray he used his charm, exaggerated sense of self, and intelligence to rob victims of their money and self-worth. Ray was an ex-convict who moved into his daughter's... Okay, this is what he actually looks like. The person drawing him... Drew him looking super evil. <laughs> Boys, have a tip on me. Thank you. Smooches. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Dorm at Sarah Lawrence College yeah. in 2010. Students testified he lured them in with stories of his political connections and acted as a father figure. This is so weird because it's like it's like a dorm. So that means people were going to college like they weren't like held hostage in the dorm. Like they could have told anybody. And it's like a bunch, you know, it's it's young adults and there's way more of them. And how could he move in? I, I don't know, because I hear dorm and I think like on a campus. So there's a lot of a lot of college campuses have like their own police force and everything. So how the fuck was this going on? I don't know. He probably maybe he scared the the, the what were they call them? The, they have the people on each the dorm that are like the the, the registered yeah the uh, oh man i can't remember I, what their name is but i know what you're talking about yeah they they have like a like a dorm mom or whatever yeah usually. yeah yeah the ra ra the ra yep yeah the, the the ra is over here and he probably like set the ra up as well the resident assistant yeah that's probably what had it the is. resident assistant uh so maybe he applied to be the resident assistant i think you have to be a student to do Gosh. that he conducted his own you therapy think, sessions right? yeah. with them, groomed and abused them, alienating them from their parents. One said she became a sex worker seven days a week to pay him back after he convinced her she had poisoned him. Listen to this. He convinced her that she had poisoned him, so he, so she turned into a prostitute to pay him $2 million. She, she, her testimony was that she, she had... She prostituted herself and made $2 million and gave it all to him. And I love how they draw him here with this smirk on his face. Like, yep. That's that's actually wild. Like, he looks like he's the host of a, a alt-right morning radio show. He's just got his headphones on. 
this is this is so ridiculous. She paid him about two and a half million dollars through a statement her former attorney read today. She said she was subjected to unremitting sadistic torture and that today she barely has the energy to exist. He once bound her to a chair wow. and put a plastic bag over her head, almost suffocating her. The prosecution asked for. And I mean, there must have been good evidence for this because he was convicted and he got 60 years the rest of his life. So, yeah, everybody, everybody who thinks Andrew Tate is the top G because he got some cam girls together and moderately abused them. This guy's so much more abusive than Andrew Tate. This is what you kids should be looking up to. All the all the, the Greek boys that marched. You see the Greek boys that went and marched for Andrew Tate this week. They were in Greece and they took to the streets and they were like, "Yay, free Andrew Tate. This is actually your god, guys. I could this, this guy is I could so, imagine so much more damage. I could imagine this happening at some random house like in some neighborhood, but not on a college campus. That's the weirdest part because there's so many other people there that aren't influenced by this person and they're there and people are leaving and going to classes and shit. So it's yeah, it's this just... is an old fat schlubby bald guy. Yeah. And he convinced this girl that she poisoned him, and then she went and made two point five million prostituting herself seven days a week. Like that's that's so beyond you, any any real any real world. This is a this is an evil supervillain. You poisoned me. Sell your ass on the street and pay me two and a half million dollars. It's like what? You, yeah, you owe me two point. Could you imagine being in college? Like, like you're going to a place that's supposed to make you smarter <laughs> and, and you get stuck in like this terrible, this stupid, this is a, the stupidest situation ever. How do you get to the point in life where somebody can even get you in this situation? Right? Like it's, it's, I don't want to victim blame at all. Like, obviously this happened and you would never expect it, but this is just like the, the craziest situation to be in all these college girls are supposed to be going for higher education and and they're just getting duped by this bold fatso for a life this sentence sucks. they also noted one student was made to slap himself until his face was swollen so he had he had men that were like <laughs> slapping themselves one had pliers placed around his tongue and a knife held to his throat the defense argued for a sentence of just 15 years ray himself spoke but only to talk about his health and harsh prison conditions his attorneys say he was instructed not to show remorse due to appeals the judge said a punishment of 15 years would not begin to capture the gravity of his crimes and that his argument of harsh prison conditions was ironic given the torturous conditions inflicted on the victims. The judge said Ray attempted to extinguish lives and wanted to send a message to others who think they can get away with a crime like this. The 63-year-old was sentenced to 60 years. Ray was ordered no contact yeah. with any of the victims. His attorneys noted there was no one there on his behalf. Outside <laughs> there was no one there on his behalf. Federal court in Lower Manhattan, Alice Gaynor, CBS hey. 2 News. I wonder how his daughter's doing. <clears throat> She's just trying to go to college. She's sitting yeah. in college. He shows up. He dummies his way onto her couch. Dummies his way into all of her friend group. Just completely uses every single person around them. he's over there like ripping guys tongues out with pliers right like what the hell? Not ripping them out but but pulling them out 
He's, he's, he's straight up torturing I mean, everybody. Surely two 20 something guys could have beat this guy's ass, right? Well, I mean, they, they they probably they probably couldn't. I think college guys are probably two of them at the same time. Everything they probably could have if they had the heart to do it. But this guy's literally out here like he's walking into a room and he's taking over an entire campus. This guy has got some some sick testicular fortitude. Oh, this is so out like. This needs to be a movie. This would be the creepiest movie. Yeah. This is, this is so messed up. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, so who would you cast to play the the guy who's was convicted? Oh, you don't want you don't want me to tell you. Why? You don't want me to say. Why? Because I'd say we give it to Kevin Spacey. I'm fine with that. You know what though? Yeah, I picture him as Lex Luthor in that Superman movie. <laughs> you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Where he was bald? Yeah. Yeah. And that was him. Kevin Spacey. That was just him doing the Gene Hackman Lex Luthor, too. That movie was like (laughs) a sequel to the Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman Superman movies. Brendan Fraser might be able to pull it off, but Brendan Fraser really, has he played like a straight evil character? I have no idea. I know he, in, in, in Doom Patrol, he played a guy that was a little more uh mid not that not the sweet boy brendan fraser played a sweet boy in the whale <laughs> so uh, here's another crazy story um it's about a company that would like illegally tow cars to make money mm, yeah And now another breaking news update. The city of Chicago shuts down a tow truck company on the south side for illegally towing vehicles. One victim of this latest scheme speaking exclusively with CBS 2's Sabrina Franza. She's live for us outside the city's auto pound at 103rd and Doty. Sabrina, how much was this man's bill? Joe, an insane amount, over $17,000 for... $17,000 for a tow. One truck and one tow. $17,155. I'm like, I was shocked. Sergey Daniluk couldn't understand how a tow bill for his trailer could rack up this bill. Frustrated, I was thinking, how come? What did you do? A driver for his Aurora-based trucking company crashed into an overpass. Dashcam video shows the would-be rescue, flash towing, and recovery. They've been like a couple of minutes, like I said. Nobody called them. He asked the company to take the trailer back to Aurora after he says they gave him a verbal estimate of $800. They didn't charge him $800, and nah. they didn't take the trailer to Aurora either. <clears throat> I'd give him that. Would they impound it and be like, pay us our 17 thousand dollars he said okay and then Dude, i couldn't reach they, them. They, when they towed my car after the accident my car was gone for like four or five days i didn't know where it was was it I impounded? Kept asking where the hell it was uh yeah well it was it was in a tow yard i guess but yeah. they were supposed to be bringing it back to me and they never they they like didn't do it for like four or five days i think they were supposed to pick it up today because it's getting totaled i don't even know if they picked it up today as it's, it's, I don't, I don't know how tow yards operate, but they, they actually give me anxiety and they scare me. I, I don't, I don't, I think tow yards should be illegal. My car was stolen years ago, like a 
a very very long time ago like 20 years ago my my car yeah. was stolen from like right down the street from my house where I was living at the time and the police found it like a couple days later with just like parked somewhere with the battery dead because they left the doors open so like the battery died <clears throat> and I was at work when they found it so I couldn't come and get it right away so they impounded it and I had to go and pay for the tow and the impound uh even though I was the victim of a crime so that's that, so messed up yeah yep yeah, or, or yeah, I next couldn't time get my you car find back. My stolen car, guys, do me. Yeah, next time you find my stolen car, guys, do me a favor and leave it there. Mm-hmm. Just, just tell me where it is, please. Yeah. When I reached like a later, no, we told here until you're gonna pay us, then we're gonna tow to your yard. He's not alone. The Department of Business and Consumer Protection shut down flash towing and recovery in December, slapped them with a cease and desist order. That was December 29th. Sergey's case happened January 6th. Today, police and BACP came to shut the lot down in it, uh. other vehicles, and Sergey's trailer. This bill, that's not all. <clears throat> Flash tried to make off one accident. The trailer Sergey used was rented from a. Hold different- on, I want to see the itemized charges here. Let's see. So, towing $4,995, cleanup. Three thousand four hundred ninety-five dollars. Clean up, cleaning up what? Labor for quantity four. I don't know what that means. Four labor. You 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 bought four labors. Uh, Seven hundred ninety-five dollars. Winch. I'm I'm not sure what a winch is, but that that apparently is worth twenty-five hundred dollars. Uh, admin. What this is like an administrative fee. Is that what it is? <laughs> like, yeah. I think they're just making up words to like charge him for at this point. Uh, and then release. With this amount of charges. Money laundering? Urban Mask is suggesting this is money laundering? Yeah, it's something. Used ...was rented from a different company. Four Flash tried billing them too, or false. By this invoice, they misspelled... <laughs> Falsh. Their own name, over twenty thousand dollars in all, almost forty grand for one trailer, one tow. For me, this situation, I have a lot of uh, friends who work in a trucking business, and I want people to know what is happening in Chicago. Flash towing and recovery did try to file a license with the state. The state did not award it. Meanwhile, BAC. I don't think she's been standing in the snow this whole time while they played that story. P says she's like, okay, yeah, get out in the snow again, and we'll shine a light on you. Still investigating this, and the vehicles that were in that lot, including the trailer that we told you about, have all been brought here for safekeeping. We're here at the city of Chicago's Auto Pound. Sabrina Franza, CBS Mm. Two News. Joe, Erica, those numbers are just incredible. Urban Urban Mask is saying I park Urban Mask is saying I park a bunch of cars around only to be picked up. Every once in a while I pick up a real person's car and they get screwed with this bill. <laughs> that's that's an interesting uh well if that if that's a troll, that's a good troll. <laughs> it's an interesting thing to say with, with all this. 
incredible to hear. Sabrina, thank you. CBS 2 investigators have been covering illegal towing extensively. To watch past stories, you can download our free app and click on the CBS 2 investigators tab. We've come a long way from what is the internet on the news? Do you, you ever see that video? We're like, um, it was Brian. the internet? It was Bryant Gumbel. I think they, I think it was like the Today Show or something like that. And it was the first time that uh, someone on the news, like on national news, ever plugged an email address. And and they were like, what yeah. is this that you want us to read here? Like they got confused and they were like asking their director, like, what is this thing that you want us to read? And they're like, oh, it's for the Internet. And they're like, what? What is the Internet? It's it's funny. Yeah. And, and now, like the police cars in Seattle have their Twitter yeah. addresses on the bumper. Yeah. It's like so integrated. Yes. It's all over everything. Oh, man. So that's there was a lot of good news today. Uh, guys, you're doing a good job. Keep them coming. Join the Discord, the DP Discord. I'm going to create an invite link for all you guys right now because I want you to join it. I want you to, to listen to me now and join it. Heal me now. Let me see. Where is it? Call me now for a free reading. <laughs> all right. Here it is. Yeah, that's good. All right. All right. I'm I created a link and I want you guys to all join it. You should all join right now. Right now because I need cool fun videos and articles and whatever to uh to be shared with us and I know all you guys know fun stuff for us to watch on the show. So Join, click the invite link, and join the Discord, and then that's where I look for content that the audience shows uh, shows us there in the Discord. Yeah, these were fun news segments. Yeah. Good, good run of stuff. That guy that went into his daughter's dorm and turned it into, like, the biggest crime syndicate that college has ever seen. That's just an, an insane story. One of those kids there needs to write a book about it. Vincent D'Onofrio would play that guy really well. That's true. Because that guy had some kingpin vibes to him. <laughs> he did. Vincent D'Onofrio would play him really well. I was thinking Kevin Spacey because I guess Kevin Spacey like went to court for the accusations uh, that Anthony Rapp put on him. And he was he like won the case in court. Yeah. We don't, we don't talk. Was about it a lawsuit? That, was it a lawsuit or was it a Spacey was was it a lawsuit or a criminal trial? I'm not sure. It might have been a criminal trial, but it was it was said that he was not guilty of the uh, the charges of 1986. It says the jury found Kevin Spacey didn't uh, have sexual misconduct against Anthony Rapp, and it was it was a a jury sided with Kevin Spacey, and uh, it's it's only one of the lawsuits that derailed his career. It was a so lawsuit. Who knows if okay. the other ones are are serious too? But uh, yeah, it was a lawsuit. All right. But yeah, did, it's messed up a that a lot of these. So maybe he's still. 
it's messed up that a lot of this stuff is is like it has to go to co- like civil court for us to figure it out calling all operatives from now to march 30th mgm national harbor invokes your skills to play covert cash a spy themed kiosk game series where classified missions hidden rewards and daily thrills await sign up for mgm rewards to play and unlock up to twenty-five thousand dollars in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on march 30th visit mgmnationalharbor.com slash covert cash to begin your mission must be 21 please play responsibly for help visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER This is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide. And in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S dot com. Out. Um, it's, it's weird. Uh, I did want to yeah. get to the next segment here. Uh, it's oddities. I'd like to see your opinion on this. This is a cooking show that someone was sharing with me. It's kind of cringy, but it's kind of endearing at the same time. And I'm wondering how you feel about it. Interesting. Um, It's this guy's cooking show. It's called the Broke As Cooking Show. Instead of ass, they spell it A-Z-Z. Broke As? The Broke As Cooking Show. Yeah. I cannot believe I'm doing this. The Broke As Cooking Show with Chef Adam Petrie. Brought to you by Boredom. If you're watching this, what are you even doing with your life? Welcome back to the Broke Ass Cooking Show. I'm Chef Adam Petrie here to teach you something that I thought everybody in America knew how to do properly. You know who he Everybody's kind of... suggesting this is Egghead's voice. Yeah, well, he reminds me of Jeffrey a little bit. Jeffrey? Yeah, Egghead's buddy Jeffrey. But he is kind of like huh. an Egghead. Okay. He's kind of like a mixture of both of them. Really yeah, we right. got multiple people. I was thinking Egghead and multiple people confirmed my 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 stance. Is he a giant? He is looks he pretty tall? big. He's like he looks like he's the taller angle. than the cabinets. <laughs> he looks like he could body slam Gabe Newell. He just farted. That. Did you hear that? <laughs> Did he just fart? Hold on. Farting in a cooking video. Hold on. That's most definitely what's up, tubes. Hold on. Hold on. Cut that. Cut that, no. Well, apparently I was wrong. Because my great grandmother, I learned, when she tried to make spaghetti, it came out watery. Oh my god, I can see it. 
I'm going to show this to him when I go up to Oklahoma next month. It's <laughs> you, you, you and Jeffrey had a baby, a giant baby together. She didn't use pasta sauce. She used tomato juice. That's a sin. Oh that's my a, God. That's a war crime. Again. Get that out of here. Really? Everyone watching right now, please give the stream a like. A like would be great. Give the stream a like. Get it out of here. I'm here to take one for the team and show everybody how to do a slam dunk spaghetti with cheaper ingredients. Let's do it. This is like right. if Egghead's dad was Peter Griffin instead of a, an old cowboy. Yeah. Let's get to it, I guess, huh? <laughs> First, burner. He's at that suspenders level, too. Love it. Yeah, I like suspenders. Wilford Brimley rocks suspenders. If, if, you're, if you're wearing suspenders, you're more fuckable than you are without the suspenders. Like, like, I'm not saying this guy's terribly fuckable, but he is more fuckable than if he didn't have the suspenders on. High heat. Pot of water. Big one. I'm making a double batch today. Big pot of water. Season that with some garlic salt. I don't think he'll take kindly to this. He's still salty about when you guys called him a butt muncher back in 2015 when we did the bitch boy slap fight. Is that Jeffrey salty about us calling him a butt muncher? It was before you were around. It was uh, an old video he sent where like it was misinterpreted that maybe Egghead was getting butt banged by Jeffrey. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jeffrey's played with us before since then. Yeah. Jeffrey yeah. can't. Okay, Jeffrey can't try and me to us if he's come back to play the game afterwards. I'm taking you to court, Jeffrey. You're not going to Anthony rap me. Desire. Most of us are going to get dumped out anyway. This episode is brought to you by food stamps. All right, your ingredients. <laughs> what are we going to need here? Two pounds of spaghetti. We ball it. All right. Now, two cans of spaghetti sauce. I get the traditional cheap cans from the supermarket. Eight ounces, no, six ounces of finely cut Parmesan cheese, eight ounces of the Italian blend. Now, never say the words Italian because if a true Italian hears that, it's over for you. It's over for you. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Add. You know. All right. Now here, I got about a pound and a half of ground beef. It's not quite two pounds, but we'll make it work. You're gonna need sugar because this guy looks like he would play. He would play the the jug in a junkyard band. He would just be blowing and, and banging on a jug. Yeah. Making that percussion and wind instrument. Yeah. He'd be jiving, though. He could play the uh, the washboard. Sauce, I'm sorry, it's too salty. <laughs> yeah. And also, another thing that pisses Italians off, you know, is when you call the sauce gravy. You're watching too many movies. Knock it off and get some help. 
Right. Now, onion powder, Italian seasoning, and garlic powder. Maybe a little bit of garlic salt on the ground beef after we've seasoned the water here. Now, <laughs> yeah, people who are people are right now people are talking about him using sugar in the the spaghetti sauce. Isn't that a regular thing? I, Don't people put sugar in their sauce often? Sometimes, like it depends on if you want the sauce spicy or sweet. You know, like uh, yeah. I've had sweet pizza sauce and sweet uh, marinara, but then I've had like the spicier, you know, like more zesty kind of flavor. I'm I like I would never add it because uh, I like to have low sugar and stuff. Uh, yeah, but me too. I, I, I know that people have done that. I don't think it's sugar spaghetti sauce. Um, should I put sugar on my spaghetti sauce? There's this one saying don't skip brown sugar. They're saying adding a bit of sugar to your homemade spaghetti sauce helps to cut the natural acidity of the tomatoes and helps to balance the sauce. Huh. You're going to want to have that sauce soak into the beef too. So what you want to do, crank the other burner in medium heat. The Democrats get rid of gas stoves, everybody. <laughs> to hell with that is in the chat says, Tell what that says. You got to add a little syrup to your spaghetti. <laughs> That's sick. what are you, Buddy the Elf? <laughs> he eats spaghetti with syrup in the movie Elf. <laughs> Most of this episode is tick 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 tick. <laughs> All right. So while that's getting to boiling, right? You're going to want to put the beef in the pan. That was on the blooper reel. Oh, my God. He's very gassy. <laughs> yeah, look at him, though. Like, he's a barrel. He's a barrel of a man. He's definitely going to be gassy. He's or making honey nut SpaghettiOs. Honey nut spaghetti. Now you notice I'm not using a frying pan to fry the beef this time. I'm using a saucepan because we're making extra sauce. Double the sauce. That ain't all. Double the sauce. Safer to do in a saucepan. Got the pan. You got the big pot. You're all it's set, buddy. Here. The beef starting to sizzle. You take your spoon. He just whacked himself in the forehead with the spoon. I it looks better than King Cobra's. I mean, it's already like there's a good chance I would eat his food. Yeah, this guy's not bad. This guy, <laughs> Cagliostro, thinks he might be a young, regarded Santa. He what? definitely could be the type of... He could be the elf that puts syrup on his spaghetti. Now the speed could be a young, add. highly regarded Santa Claus. Onion powder. Give that a good dusting. 
Italian seasoning. And some garlic powder. Alright, so I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. Did I miss the part when he pours the king of Bud Light and nor did he not get to that part yet? He doesn't do that. This guy doesn't do that. You're, th you're confusing him with somebody else. I'm looking at him next to the fridge. But maybe Where are the Doritos at? Yeah. Everybody's suggesting this is uh, Andy Worski's new co-host. Yeah, what's that guy's name? PPP. Um, I mean, PPP. PPP. PPP is a big, tall guy. Uh, who that has hair? Could probably like make this. a mean sugar sketty. But I don't think there. I don't think this is the same person. So did he, did he like snap all the spaghetti in half? Right. Now that your noodles are at al dente, which is about he, 10 he minutes broke the in noodles. boiling water. Yeah. You want to remove them from the they heat. They look short. He wants to know where the Mountain Dew is. What? I think our entire audience thinks that King Cobra is the, the right way to cook. Because they keep asking why this guy isn't using King Cobra ingredients. Make sure you got the rubber handles before you do this, because either otherwise you're going to burn majorly. I just right. use oven mitts when I lift it, just in case. Off. Am I the only one that cooks his pasta using lasagna noodles? So you have a big flat noodle oh, paper in the middle of your your your, your, your primavera. Oh, I guess it just depends on what I'm in the mood for. Now, if you ask your girlfriend to send nudes and she makes this, marry the bitch. <laughs> I wonder how long he planned that one. Send nudes and she wets my Marry the bitch. Now, what you want to do? Yeah, yeah this guy's kitchen is actually really nice. Yeah. I have to assume he lives at home with his parents, and he's he's uh, getting food stamps because he's too old to be under their care. <clears throat> and I know, I know, it's, it's weird. Marry the bitch. But you want to take all that cheese, all, right, all that Italian blend, and all this... Six ounces of finely cut Parmesan, which is just Parmesan and Parmesan, but you know. Then what you want to do is you want to take the sauce, dump it on top of all that cheese. You can't just call every fat guy Andy Milanakis. And there you have... People I in the chat calling this guy Andy uh, Milanakis. He's got like a Andy similar Milanakis. haircut and glasses, right? 
Somewhat. I mean, somewhat. This guy and, seems I like he's bigger than he's Andy been called Andy Milanakis. He's been called PPP. He's been called my son. Like there, people you, here in the chat are just fat phobic, and I, it needs to stop. <laughs> Joe says he's dressed like Mario. He is dressed. Yeah, we got Mario earlier. Boom, boom, Joe, boom. Joe's a real Italian. Are you supposed to add sugar to your pasta sauce, Joe? It's a me. It's a Mario. I, think it's I wonder just... if he did the Mario gimmick because he thinks that's what you. Uh, if he thinks that's what an Italian looks like, and he's making Italian food, so if he's specifically dressed like Mario because it's the only Italian he knows. I think it's just like whether or not you add sugar depends on the flavor you're going for. Like, if you want it sweeter, you'd add sugar. Otherwise, you'd add maybe something else. Like, I'll, uh, if I want spicy sauce, I'll just add, like, crushed red pepper flakes to it. Um, one, of our, one of our mafia fans messaged me and said their grandmothers are rolling over in their graves right now. Mafia so We're fans? pissing off the mob by, by adding. Yeah, we got mafia fans. Oh. They're, 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 we're pissing off. We're pissing off the mob right now by letting this guy put sugar in his. Just as a last, we didn't tell him to make that this. sauce. You got a, a little sugar in there, just to take away from that. Joe says it's a northern Italian thing. This is adding yes. sugar is a northern Italian thing. The cartel fans they never they never bother us when Cobes is making enchiladas with Doritos and Mountain Dew. Incorporated there. Two whole cans of sauce on this. You wouldn't know it, but all that cheese is going to really come uh, out. I probably would have taken the noodles out and uh, put the sauce on top and then poured the cheese on top of the sauce. Had the ch- you know the cheese melt into the sauce a little bit. I don't know. I don't know about this. Like, let's put it all I- in a bowl and stir it up. But whatever. I would have way more sauce. I I, I understand the bowl stir method. It doesn't oh, store as dish. long though. But but actually, it does store better because noodles suck if they're dry. Like if you store noodles dry, you have to recook them or something. It, it doesn't. It, but if they sit in the sauce, it does store the noodles a little more. I don't know. I don't know. This is this is this is up to the user. It feels like it could give me superpowers. It does need more sauce though. Is he giving like superpowers? Jennifer Coolidge in a single bound. What? Here we go. Still food's mom. Okay. This guy needs to play Jennifer Coolidge's weirdo son in a prequel episode of uh, The White Lotus. This is. Step he's a special son. boy. Stepson. Wink. <laughs> Wink, wink. Yeah, he actually does need a sex scene with her. It's yeah. got to be stepson. This is this is so gross uh, because he did he took the he took the suspenders off at one point to make the Jennifer Coolidge joke, and then he completely changed when he did the Stifler's mom riff. Oh shit! The UPS guy. <laughs> <laughs> and now the suspenders are back on. And that is how you make. A slam dunk spaghetti that anyone with a half of a decent palate will never turn down. 
thank you all for watching. And next time, we'll have even more for you. We'll see you. Yeah! Chef Adam Petrie. Slam dunk. You know, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of pissed off that he named this Broke As and the Broke As cooking show, and he didn't name it the Petrie dish. That would have been well. That that has a negative connotation, right? Isn't a petri dish like where like germs collect or something? I think it's a little on the nose, though. No, that's more After like King the- Cobra's kitchen is more like a petri dish. <laughs> that spaghetti was a petri dish, mm. and it's it's where human life began. <laughs> I, his uh, his outro music here. I'm positive it's music he made. Here it comes. <laughs> I like how he bothered to like have a guitar and a bass, but there's no drum track at all for this. You think he's really a doctor? Uh, and, and no, what does the I MS... Maybe. What does the MSCD stand for? Dr. Adam F. Petrie, DDD, MSC... Does MSCD mean he's a, got a doctorate in McDonald's food? Is that what that is? I have no idea what all that alphabet soup means. Seth looks says that his girlfriend's mom makes a spaghetti sauce with squid ink. I guess I guess I would I'd, I'd be more welcome to a sugar in my spaghetti that sauce sounds than like, squid ink. That sounds like some, maybe it's good. That sounds like some Venetian shit. Like that was the most Italian when when I was in Italy. The most like Italian food with like seafood in it that I saw was in Venice. It's like on the Adri- I think it's like the Adriatic Sea mm. over there. Yeah, give Venice- me some look linguine and clam sauce. Oh yeah, uh, like lobster, lobster pizza. Mac. Lobster pizza, I would see like everywhere. Yeah. Suit stunts by the Casuja. Ja- All right, he's just being disingenuous at this point. All right. Um, I don't know why I thought it'd be like a Marvel movie and there'd be something at the end. That was a good cooking show. Yeah, it's the greatest cooking show I've ever seen. He put more editing into the video. He put more editing into the video than Cobra does. Hmm. Um, Speaking of Cobra... He has uh, his sushi, bacon sushi nachos. What up, YouTube? What are we doing? Nachos. Bacon sushi nachos. Let's go. Garris has a plate. We need chips. We need cheese. We need bacon bits. Dean's French onion with bacon. Mexican style four cheese blend. We've got some ruffles, cheddar, sour cream chips. Who puts potato chips in their nachos? King Cobra. King 
King Cobra literally puts Doritos in everything. But now that it's time to make nachos, he uses ruffles. He he goes against the grain. I guess true. No, oh, Hawkeye's saying there is Doritos too. Dip. Gotta have the French onion bacon dip to go sushi nachos. Yeah. Real bacon bits from Hormel. Hit the top of those nachos with our bacon bits. <coughs> Blaster Master says Cobes must have an iron stomach. Now we got some like AFC. I have to stop and think. Are Cobes dumps worse than my dumps? I have often thought, well, he's drinking Bud Light all night, too. Think about that. Yeah. Hobbs has to have some gross dumps. Why is he adding sour cream before oven? Oh, God. This is... Oh, God. Is he going to pour... Is he going to put them in the oven? Or is he going to pour something hot over... Oh, God. Wasabi paste. Is he going to cook this? Oh, God. This is so bad. Wasabi paste. It's going in the microwave. Everybody's saying it's going in the microwave. Yeah, take that <clears throat> layer and repeat it with some Doritos. Oh, God. Okay, maybe the sour cream and the wasabi underneath the Doritos will create some sort of a sludge and give it a structural integrity. If it creates a sludge, maybe Cobes is the genius here. Maybe he just loves sludge nachos. So cheese Doritos. Hank Chill's asking what makes it sushi. It might just be the wasabi. More cheese. There's enough cheese. Yeah, it's enough cheese. Maybe like a little bit more on the side. You know what's you know what's messed up? You know what's messed up? I our our Mexican cartel fans just messaged me and they're they're awkwardly fine with this. But our Yakuza fans, our Japanese Yakuza fans, are pissed. Oh, yeah. They're not happy with the sushi element of these nachos. <laughs> Appropriation. Here's with some of our bacon dip. Now, that bacon dip is going to melt when we microwave it. So it'll congeal with all that cheesy goodness. Okay, he said congeal. I, I Maybe he is going for a sludge here. He always has the best angles for a cooking video. <laughs> here.
Good old co- clean cobes. Mr. Clean. Clean Cobra. JFS. Okay, that's a pile. Got some wasabi to the top of it and some bacon bits. Oh, wasabi and bacon. Oh, God. He's a genius. Cobes is a genius. Oh, let's hear some from my sushi, too, man. So I don't want to do a whole lot of wasabi in the middle here. Beautiful. Oh, my God. You know, he could have used guacamole instead of wasabi. Yeah. It would have had the same green to it. That is true. Is he going to put sushi on top after they're they're microwaved? This is actual sushi. This is not a good idea what he's doing here. This is all. Oh, no. But it is a Cobes idea. Okay, that that snake on the rock back there is a dope sculpture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I think it's a skull, right? Is it a snake he wrapped around the He uses it to sk- keep his fast food coupons on the desk? <laughs> Is it a skull? Okay, yeah. That would make sense. Now for our sushi, which we're going to put on top of our melted cheesy goodness, we have a uh, crunchy dragon roll. Oh my god. From the uh, AFC Sushi Company from the same cool cobras that made our uh, wasabi sauce here. Put these uh, nachos in here for two minutes and 34 seconds or until oh my the God. cheese is nice and melted. <coughs> Ooh, that's hot wasabi. I've been saving this beer all day. It's the only one I have, and it's after 5 o'clock. Yeah, the chips are going to get soft and greasy. The, the, all the congealed sludge of the sour cream. Uh, you know what? It's Pull got some structure. Quick. Check it. See that cheese pull? Okay. Okay, Cobes. Mm. Good combination for your chips right here. But we're not done. <laughs> Gotta put that. We're not done. Gotta just randomly put sushi oh, and no! beer on top. Is he, no, he's not. Crunchy dragon okay. sushi roll. Oh, I thought he, he was just going to start right? pouring a bunch of butt on it. Yeah, for a second there, it looked <laughs> like it was. Now, the reason why I did not put the sushi on until the very last minute is so the sushi could stay cold. We don't want warm sushi. That's just a weird textural <laughs> yeah. feeling, I think. Most people are used but to having sushi. But we want warm sour cream, I guess. I've had sour warm cream. sushi. There's, like, the rolls that are, like, deep fried and shit. That's warm. It's, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, tempura rolls are, are good. Yeah. Cold. Okay. He's just layering the sushi on the nachos. There you go. Take these sushi rolls. Place it on at top least of he, our nachos. At least he's got the supermarket sushi. And it's not like some crazy chef that made like a, a fantastic roll and, and, and put it and had it delivered. This isn't a huge waste of sushi. Squeeze this is gross. On there. Stick one and stick one right there. Right there in the back. We're going to take our soy sauce. Okay, soy sauce now. Drizzle the soy sauce packets all over the top of our nachos. Oh my god. Do a dollop of uh, wasabi on each little piece. See, if I seen these, if I was at a party and someone brought out sushi nachos, I'd probably fight whoever brought them to the party. Huh. 
Like, no, this can't happen. But oh, with really? King Cobra, this is not the worst thing I've seen King Cobra eat. <laughs> it's a low bar. This is his palate. This is this is just a Boglum's palate. These nachos. Check it out. Bacon sushi nachos loaded with all the good stuff. I would think that wasabi was just really bad guacamole, and I would I would try it, and then it would burn my face, and I'd have to fight. I'd have to fight whoever did that. YouTube, let's adjust the camera. Fuck sickos. <laughs> He's just Cobra randomly right. saying fuck Hot sickos. Hot sushi under his made breath. a few days ago on nachos would be gross. You want that sush to be ice cold. <laughs> that sush got to be ice cold, Seth looks. It says correct. What do you guys think? Bacon sushi nachos. Those look interesting. <laughs> interesting is the key word. Copes is going to love it, too. You know that. Here we go. Oh, my God. Mmm. <laughs> Those are good. Oh, YouTube. That wasabi. Ooh, that's hot. Ooh, that's hot. That wasabi's hot. Ah. <coughs> Woo, that clear out your sinuses. <coughs> Honestly, the wasabi is probably the best part about this because you're not going to be able to taste anything else. The wasabi is just going to take over your taste buds and save you from the insane flavor mixture of everything else. Wasabi burns so good. Be what a king. Dankness. Be the dankness. Yes, Carnage MMA. Be the dankness. You know what? I gotta I, I, I don't I can't judge King Cobra based on how good the food is. I gotta judge based on how good the video is. And this is a 10 out of 10 Cobra cooking video. Because <laughs> it been, it blew my mind. He ate it, and he couldn't even keep a straight face while eating it because the wasabi burnt his face. This is this is a 10 out of 10 cooking video, Tubes. Thank you, King Cobra. <laughs> Ooh, that's hot. <sighs> but, yeah, these are Doritos. These are sushi nachos that I made. These are getting the... Uh, Cobra seal of approval. I love how he had to put ruffles on it because this is actually a dish that Doritos belonged near. And he's like, well, if Doritos belong here, I got to do something that doesn't belong. <laughs> Throw on the cheddar cheese ruffles and the sushi. Get, 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 get on there. I wonder what mm. sushi done from different cultures would be like. Like if they made a, a Mexican style sushi, there is using like Spanish. There, there's Spanish a, rice or oh well, what do they do? There's like sushi burrito, 
Um, well, yeah, that's that's actually just sushi though. That's not Mexican style sushi. It's just a sushi. It's in a burrito wrap, right? Yeah. It's or not in a burrito wrap. It's 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 made like a burrito, so you eat it handheld. Yeah. But like, like, like if someone made an Italian sushi with like a risotto, and like had a, maybe like a, I don't know what the filling would be. It would be interesting though. A little bit of everything. Look at that. Delicious. Anyways, tubes, I'll catch you later. There you go. I've had like an Americanized sushi that had like steak on it. It was yeah. it was like it had had more Western flavors in it. They have a lot of steak sushi at Kura Sushi, the the like conveyor belt sushi place in downtown Bellevue. Yeah. They they have they'll have like Wagyu and and some other type of steak sushi uh Every time I'm there, have you ever had a fruit dessert sushi that has like uh, plum? And those are those are always good. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like I would like to try a uh, a soul food sushi. Interesting. Like maybe instead of instead of the tempura crust, it's like a, a waffle a waffle crust with with like fried chicken in it. Yeah, maybe, maybe they can make a. It'd be interesting how crazy you get with sushi. I wonder where like the, the the most inventive sushi restaurants are. Just to just there's got to be a good chef that could fuse the two and make it interesting. Uh, here is a little more. This is some I I happened to catch Cobes live while I was setting up the stream. And caught some good bits. This is a video I edited a lot of the, like, dead air out of. Okay. What up, YouTube? Happy Friday. Just chilling like a rock star villain, drinking some Mountain Dew. <sighs> the video hey, cut short last time sushi. because the internet crapped out. It is what it is. Johnny Raw, thank you for your $1 to cash app. Or you better not start drinking on live, boy. <laughs> well, you better not watch my videos, boy. And uh, I'll drink if I want to. Thanks for watching. I don't get that. If you hate Cobra, why the fuck would you give him money? See, I'm not complaining. Because you read it and give it attention, and it's only a dollar, and you get like you get <laughs> to keep like a fraction of that dollar. That's money in my pockets. And then you spend it on sushi nachos. Yeah. I was doing this gender ranch and then the video kind of cut out. So it is what it is. We're still going. Good, 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 good. Now I'm watching Velma, this new Scooby-Doo spinoff, which features a, uh, well, they, they uh, did a little bit of racial swapping to kind of make it more modern. The whole show is basically crapping on white straight people who are cisgender whatever. I was watching the two new episodes when this came up. Okay, okay, that's enough. Unless someone has a topper? No? Well, in addition to spending three minutes on mental health, the school board is reporting all girls attend a women's self-defense class. Here's the premises of Velma. Okay, the first couple episodes. The, the premises of, of Velma. <laughs> Not the premise. <laughs> the premises of Velma. And this episode, they're in the gymnasium having this assembly. And uh, this chick says, now every chick is required to take a self-defense class. Protect themselves from any future serial killers. Uh, why don't the boys have to take a don't murder girls class? 
that line right there, that snarky feminazi crap. Why don't <laughs> the guys have to take a class on how not to murder women? Now, I'll admit that the Velma show looks bad to me. <laughs> I watched the first episode because I was like, maybe they're getting a, a hard, get, like they're, they're giving it a hard time. It was just bad. It wasn't good. They could have just made a new sh- like it's ch- there's so many changes already to it. They should have not gone along with the Scooby Doo theme and just made it like a new thing. They didn't need the Scooby Doo IP at all to make a new yeah. show. I, I think they've. I, I, it's 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 easier to go to a pitch meeting and say we're going to take something familiar and twist it than to try and like sell a new show. I, I think it gets like the execs excited when you when you have something familiar these days. They don't want to take a risk on new things. I can see that, but this was this was just not good. I, 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 it's like there, there's like a random part in the show where like some guy just gets his leg amputated, like cut off for no reason. It's like supposed to be shock humor, but like it's it was just like weird. It, was, yeah. it didn't. It didn't have any real depth to it. If anybody liked it, if anybody liked it, I'm. I'm. Uh, I would love to hear your opinion on it because I haven't seen anybody who said they liked it. Uh, Honest Red says he saw the first episode. It was mid. Every character is Meg Griffin. I'll be right back. Yeah, the, it really. It really had that feel to it. Every single character was unlikable as hell, and and it was just. It it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Uh, Willie says, I actually semi-agree with Cobes here. They say, why not teach people not to R-A-P-E slash K-I-L-L when that obviously isn't a 100% solution. Somebody to teach people self-defense too. Yeah, like like we we do, we do teach. We do teach most people. What's up, Poglum Chronicles? How you doing? That's most definitely what's up. Those, uh, those sushi nachos were... <laughs> Bon appetit. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm over here. You you can't. You, we do teach people not to to rape and kill. Okay, that's that's what we do. But there are people who are not taught the same way. There's people who aren't taught well how to defend themselves. There are people who don't learn well not to rape and kill. The, the it's not the majority of people who are out here raping and killing. It's a it's a minority of people that are bad human beings, and we should maybe have a program to help find those bad human beings early on, find the patterns, find the patterns of abuse and what leads to more abuse, and snuff those out. We should like you know go to the kid in school that looks like he might be the type to take advantage of a. A, a co-ed or something and be like, look, dude, like you, you're hitting all these triggers for being a sex pest. You got to sit you down and give you a one-on-one, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't know how to defend yourself. Everybody should know how to defend themselves, especially, especially if you know, you're a potential target. And that's the worst part is people don't, even know what the real horrors are. That's profiling. Hell yeah, it's profiling. Everybody, everybody 
everybody uses demographics across the board to perpetuate their business, to perpetuate their earnings, to perpetuate why they do what they do. They use demographics. We just have to be careful that we're not profiling for the wrong reasons, right? You can't be like, oh, this this man is a certain type of man uh, based on a, a history. You have to base these profiling based on their current actions. Like you have serial killers that are like chopping up their pets, you know? There's got to be other triggers to see if there's a sex pest out there, things that they might do that would lead to sex pest behavior. I'm sure there's like a thousand red flags that go unnoticed on the way to making a, a sicko. A sicko, you know? Nobody lacks professional filing. You had to learn how to defend yourself through dance. That's the real situation here. If you can win a step it off dance competition, you can make it in this world. F F, F sickos. F in the chat for sickos. <laughs> Victimhood is your area of expertise, Red, so I'll take your word for it, says Hawkeye. Uh, honest, honest Red says, I think the problem is that's victim blaming. But you have to also, you have to also, like, you need agency, right? This isn't victim blaming, blaming. This is giving somebody agency. This is giving somebody the ability to not be a victim beforehand, right? Once you've become the victim, once you've been victimized, it doesn't, it doesn't help. It doesn't help to say, well, you should, you should have been wearing that dress. Cause it's like, yeah, you know what? Hindsight's 2020. Maybe I should have been wearing that dress for that particular mode, but here's the thing. We know sickos like Jared Genesis will sexualize somebody in a regular-ass sweater playing a guitar. Sickos aren't sexualizing the red dress. Anybody who says you shouldn't have worn that red dress, you're telling me that a woman wearing a red dress in your mind would allow you to more likely rape her. So you're, you're outing yourself as a potential sicko you you have six degrees of separation to being a sicko and you just told me one of those degrees that's most definitely not what's up tubes fuck sickos i mean i should have worn i don't know how many times i've been covered in cum and told myself i shouldn't have worn this red dress but that's because i have to go wash the dress now around her just goes oh please and the response is equally as annoying. Because I only have $50 in the budget to combat centuries of toxic masculinity. <laughs> Combating centuries of toxic masculinity? Oh, please. There's a whole list of crap we can get into with this, but we're not going to do it for this video. Now, please welcome your women's self-defense class teachers. And when you hear how they teach these girls self-defense, it is beyond fucking disgusting let me just uh, skip through these okay so here we are self-defense according to this cartoon for women these are the skills you need to survive self-defense it's not just a growing kick but it's mostly a growing kick 
When a massive bro he's he's so outraged you, by this. Notice she said when you get attacked, not if. Don't fight. Just make like a grown man who lightly stubbed his toe. Yell. Okay, so here's their solution for this. Yell, fall down on the ground, and go limp. I disagree. I say you fight for your life, honey. Don't let that man take what you have. Fall down and go <laughs> limp. No, it's, it's very easy. On the basis, I like fight. this. It's it's very hard to fight when you're in a, a situation that you're not prepared for. You freeze up. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide, and in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S dot com. Uh, I, I think a lot of people who are in situations they're not prepared for, they, 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 they freeze up. And I guess they'll say this with, with people in the military who are trained to go like to battle. And when the moment comes and it's time to, to do what you were trained, you freeze up. And, and you're not, you're not a, there's just a certain amount of people that will freeze up. You don't know if you're that person until you're in the shit. So like, you can tell somebody to fight. You can, you, you should, you should a hundred percent fight. Like, like you should, right. If you're a fighter, but not everybody's built like that. So because I'm a Scooby-Doo fan, but shit like this just rubs me the wrong way. And furthermore, okay. If you're going to do a Scooby-Doo spinoff, where's the talking great Dane? <laughs> We're Shaggy Scooby Doo, huh? Come on. Straight. We pre did, did you hear what they did with Scooby Doo? I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm like I didn't watch this far into the series. I'm pretty sure that from the internet, unless the internet lied, is that there was a a there was a a, a woman named Scooby that is yes. Shaggy's girlfriend. Yes. They just made they just made like a a woman and called her Scooby and she she gets she sits with Shaggy and eats snacks. I know that's why I was saying this is so dumb. Like they could they they could have just made a new show. Like for it to be tied to Scooby Doo, it just doesn't make any sense. I I mean that could be where they're relying on the humor being is that these are supposed to be levels of jokes, but like the jokes suck. It's bad. One of the very first, one of the very first jokes in the series, it opens up and the girls are all in the shower and the girls are all angrily like 
naked shower and complaining about how the first episode of a show always has gratuitous sex, and then the next episodes of the show don't follow up with the same level of gratuity. Do you ever notice that? And then some girl in the shower is like, oh, well, I actually happen to like the gratuity, and I think it's hot. And then, like, it cuts to two bugs, randomly cockroaches running in, and they're banging. And then, like, the killer comes in and steps on the bugs while they're banging. And you're supposed to be like, oh, that's, that's so funny. The bugs were banging and now they're stepped on. Oh, this is, this is, this show is so clever. They really, they really go there. This show really goes there. They're talking about well, the, 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 the validity of promiscuity and the, the, the opening the, the show to try and get viewers to watch based on their sexual desires. Oh my God. This, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's trying to be smart, it's but it's not. dumb. So dumb. Honest Red, this show is not about Velma. This character has nothing in common with act with Velma, the Velma character that's been around forever. Like, well, I mean, the, the Linda Cardellini's Velma didn't have that much in common in the, with the early Velma. I'm, too, not, though, I'm, right? I'm, I'm talking about like animated Velma, not not like the movie. Yeah, this is definitely not a, the traditional Scooby Doo. So, like, I, I want to give, I want to, I like, I want to get over the fact that that they they tried something new because you know if it if it would have been good like good for them right like you can redevelop it and you can always go back to the old characters at any time cuz they're classics but like like beyond that beyond them messing with the form and trying to go somewhere they just sucked at it it wasn't good vulnerable victim while the gruff assailant will be <laughs> okay, Roger Wilco. Roger Wilco says it was baked Alaska and Kyle Rittenhouse the whole time. That would be that would actually be great if ever if every episode of this ended with all the 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 alt right boogeymen. Nick Valentes. Yes, that would have been so much better. I would have died laughing. Actually, if yeah. they if they just they just ripped the mask off of old man killer and it was Nick Valentes. That would be so Mom. Funny. Yeah, that would be so good. I mean, grow All because her and Velma shared a kiss in one of the episodes. Spoiler alert. That's been like a meme forever, though. Like they they didn't yeah. like create that idea. Not gruff. Wait, I'm with Daphne. Uh, I have to go to the bathroom. Uh, me too. The show Velma centers around the newly redeveloped Velma Dinkley, who is of Indian descent, not the uh, Native American kind, but the, uh, you know. The, you know. The, We're you talking know. the uh, curry kind. The curry kind. Huh. I don't think the race swapping well, was immediately necessary. I think it was just done to, like, refit. They didn't just swap that, though. They swapped, like, the, the whole character is different. The attitude, the demeanor, like, everything is different. Like, she kind of looks similar, the same haircut and the way she's dressed and everything. Kind of similar, but that's where the similarities are over. And her name. That's it. They did make her moderately sexy in the first episode for like they made her for like a, a little beat, but she was annoying. Yeah, they made her moderately sexy for a beat, and I was like, okay, they're still sexualizing dumpy fucking Velma here. I, I, I like that because for me, for, you know, one thing about me and cartoons is I want to be able to fuck them. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't get it. 
but whatever. Story and give it a because you can't creative new twist and also to appeal <laughs> to a bunch of woke narratives. <clears throat> the whole show is one giant woke narrative. Hey, hey. And the cool thing about the old Scooby Doo's leading up to this one is it wasn't about some woke narrative. It was about telling a classic story of Scooby Dooby Doo. So. Uh, so stupid, but before rolling around on each other, I thought... You know, uh, you know they're having Comic-Con in March now? They It feels like they just had it, but they're going to have Emerald City Comic-Con coming up in like two months now. Hmm. Isn't that weird? Is it replacing something? Is it replacing like uh, Sakura-Con or something? I have no idea, uh, but it it's happening in March now when it just happened in like August or something like that. I think it was like August. Um, yeah, yeah, but I got, uh, I, I, I did the thing this time where I like emailed them and filled out like the little application and I got the creator passes for it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you plan on going, you should do that too, because you could probably get it too. Yeah, if it's still available, maybe I will. Yeah, yeah. Um, you should at least try it. Maybe. But that's yeah. the premises of that. I don't want to play any more of the show because I don't want to get a copyright strike. Like, people are so fucking triggered by white people anymore that it's just like, hey, man, we're not all bad. You know that? Not all of us agree with the assholes from yesteryear. Huh. If I had a fucking time <laughs> machine, I would erase all the bad shit that history has done and it'd make it a better place. That's a but good cartoon series. Why did Velma get passed when we could have just sent King Cobra back across history to boggle his way <laughs> through the world and make everything, everything right? Yeah. Dope links in the description box below using coupon code King Cobra and the affiliate link will get you 15% off. That's what's up. That is most definitely. Now, when up. I went to go buy tactical soap, we didn't have the coupon code like I normally have it as an option. They had, do you have a gift card? So I don't know what the deal is with that. But then one of my fans texted me and said the coupon code was working, but the affiliate wasn't. So I thought that was kind of weird. Danny Brown and Tom Segura should go pitch a King Cobra time travel show to Adult Swim. (laughs) It's time, guys. It's time. One of these lol cows needs to go mainstream. It is what it is. It is what it is. I heard that noise. (laughs) Yo. Thank you, JG. Sent you $5 via Cash App for enjoy. I shall thank you for your generosity, my friend. I just looked it up, by the way. The uh, professional registrations are until February 23rd. And I just DM'd you on Discord the uh, the registration form. Appreciate you. Toxic women give men dating advice about toxic women. Odin's men. Let's have a watch. Loving when men just make. What does toxic femininity mean? Can you give me the characteristics? Could you could you present to me a PowerPoint? Mm-hmm. I will. Yeah, people, women, toxic femininity. Hold up, I'll address that later. I'm in the middle of a video. Gladly do so. Hey, Cobra, my wife is getting a little boring. Any advice for a one night stand? I would say don't don't do it. You know, if you and your wife are getting bored of your sex life, try different things. Maybe some role playing. Some role playing. Oh, this is where, 
This is where he starts getting a, a bunch of like troll calls, Dang, some bondage, you know. But don't cheat on your wife, dude. Don't do it. Because you may do that thinking, oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. But next thing you know, you're getting divorced and your wife's taking everything you own, dude. Women have that kind of power in the divorce courts, whereas men don't. And uh, you want to complain about it, fellas. Well, then what about the minimum wage gap being sexist towards women? See how that kind of evens out there? The minimum wage gap? <laughs> the minimum wage no. gap? Everyone gets the same minimum wage. That's not the, the problem. The minimum wage gap is sexist towards women? The minimum wage gap. Yeah, women's yeah, minimum is, is wage the, is much lower is than men's. the minimum men's. wage gap? <laughs> is he just saying that women take more minimum wage jobs than men do? Is that the minimum wage <clears> gap? <throat> I don't know. I don't know what he means. It's so funny. Like, <laughs> hey, man, as far as that... No, he's not, dude. LOL, you're stupid. LOL, you're stupid. God damn, dude. All these Cash App donos coming in. That's what's up. Appreciate all y'all donating. JG, thank you for your $2, man. Appreciate ya. A little sound of coins dropping on my phone. <laughs> Brent Atkins sent you a $1 for... Hold up. I'm trying to read this here. Thank you. Hey, Siri. Please put phone on Do Not Disturb. Ha, it's funny because he's trying to tell Siri to put his phone on Do Not Disturb, but it's getting interrupted by the... Uh Could you please repeat what you said? Put phone on do not disturb, please. <laughs> hey Siri. <laughs> please put phone on do not disturb. <laughs> hey Siri, please put phone on do not disturb. Oh God. Hey Siri, please put phone on do not disturb. You're going to keep FaceTiming me until I do this. This is what they do with their fucking sad life. Dude, Did you ask fuck- who's on first? He starts getting really <laughs> mad. He even says he's about to have like an autistic freak out. I can talk right now. I'm sorry. I'm busy. Hold on. Let's do this manually. Fucking stupid. Fucking stupid. I do not want to talk right now. I'm trying to do a fucking video and reach shout outs here, man. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, where is it? Do not disturb. That would be in the settings. Dude, I am oh, busy no. trying to do a fucking video right now. Do you mind? <laughs> okay, now that's on airplane mode. Let's try this again. Hey, Siri, your iPhone is not connected to the internet. I'll oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> okay, let's try this again. A general. Uh, let's see. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. Put. Hey Siri. Put the phone on. Do not disturb. Hey Siri. Please put phone. On, do not disturb. <laughs> he he could have easily gone in and put it on. Do not disturb himself. I think he just tried that but couldn't find it, so he gave up and asked Siri again. Oh my god. You think you're being funny, but really you're not. This this is just childish and immature. This is what you do with your sad fucking life. Children. 
hey, Siri, please put phone on Do Not Disturb. There was so much dead air. It's nice to see Kobe hey, wearing Siri, some please, socks. Please put phone on Do Not Disturb. He must have got those for Christmas. Yeah, you can't see his foot sores. Hey, Siri, please put phone on Do Not Disturb. See, now every time I try to put the phone on Do Not Disturb, they keep trying to FaceTime me. Dude, stop. I'm trying to do it. <laughs> Ignore it. They want me to have an autistic freak out on, on a... On camera. Yeah, they do. They do want you to do that. That's why they're doing this. And it's not working. So, yeah. I keep hanging up on you, dude. So take the fucking hints. I will FaceTime you after the fucking video. Let's see. Ignore it. Let's see. See, now I'm not going to FaceTime you because you won't take the fucking hint. You're being rude as fuck. Nope. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find Do Not Disturb on my One phone. One second, YouTube. I keep hanging up on Your phone's an Android, right? Yeah. I just go into settings and type in, in the search, type in do not disturb, and it takes you, like, right to where to turn it on. Hey, dude, so I don't oh, know yeah, to tell you. That works. Nope. Like, I watch it at home. Next time you're getting trolled incessantly, just hit that drop down. Yep. Search. In settings. Do not disturb. I appreciate the support that I get from my fans, but this is just flat out rude. You know? It's like <laughs> it's no respect rude. for King Cobra here. Like It's, it's ridiculous. Let's see here. Uh, you think beyond. Uh, huh. Hey, Siri. Put phone on Do Not Disturb, please. Do Not Disturb is already turned on. <laughs> is it? So then how come they're able to FaceTime me, I wonder? It was already turned on. <laughs> Weird. Anywho. Is because they're FaceTiming through an app, right? So yeah. do not disturb is just phone calls. Uh, yeah, I think it can apply to. I don't know. On my phone, when do not disturb is on, I don't get notifications. I don't get alerts. I don't get anything. Thank you for okay. your one dollar to cash app. I appreciate it. For whites are the new n words. Thank you for your response. Sometimes that's kind of how it feels, dude. I ain't gonna lie. Here it goes. Because of all the crap, all the racism and shit that white people have done in the past, we're not getting our what we deserve, and that's kind of bullshit. Because one, importantly, nobody on the other side asked to be treated unfairly, and whites today are not responsible for the shit that whites did yesterday. Well, did two whites did last time say that it's okay for us to have six hundred years of white? Abuse to pay back for all the slavery. We got wasn't that Cobes who said that the other day? We got uh Cobra Fuentes here. I guess. Ask for the fucking so privilege confused. that we received. Okay. So I don't appreciate any of it to be honest. In fact, airplane mode's going on, so we don't have to deal with this. Thank you. Back to the video response. All right, you said you love when men make Right, great. So you must have loved that it was a man named Shepard. The word toxic's been over. Okay, toxic femininity is basically the female equivalent of toxic masculinity. So all the shit that women complain about men doing, they do it too. That's like, that is the summary of most of Cobes' complaints about women, is that women 
don't get treated the same as men. It's like, okay, well, even if that's true, just deal with it because it's not going to change. So much as not the, even the only time that I ever felt like the feminists went too far is when they started a campaign against man spreading. Let us air out our fucking musty nuts sometimes. Yeah. Okay? Word anymore. Please. Everything can't be toxic. Come on now. Who invented the term toxic masculinity in the late 1980s and early 1990s? So, comparatively, toxic femininity is when you use your womanhood or vulnerability to harm others. It can look. Yeah, that's the truth of it. When you huh? use your female privilege to ab- and you abuse the fuck out of it to uh, ruin someone else's life, that is the uh, truth of it. Toxic femininity, otherwise known as BPD. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled. I'm that sorry. That said for uh, chicks too, ladies. Ladies, there is a man out there who's been looking for you his entire life. Fellas, there's a woman out there who's been looking for you her entire life. And the more time you spend chasing after people that don't want you. Uh, we just effed out. Just like out of nowhere. Can you hear me? Are you there? All right. All right, uh, guys, refresh, refresh. Tell everyone to refresh. Uh, something, uh, there's, there are people outside working on the, the internet lines outside. So this was like an outage that was caused by people like line maintenance so we're back up and running, but yeah, my internet connection just died. Uh, <laughs> it's always something. Yeah, and literally this wasn't <laughs> this wasn't like a weird DDoS thing because when that happens, the internet still works. It just like yeah, we lose our we we start dropping frames and shit. But this was like my yeah. all my internet just died out of nowhere. Yeah, um, which sucks. But yeah, that's yeah. that's what happened. Uh, and then my my dogs were freaking out, and I looked out the window, and there was a guy in one of those like cherry pickers, like going up to the going up to the fucking wires, like the the lines, and and then all of a sudden my internet came back on, like out of nowhere. So <laughs> they must have had to turn it off for a second to uh, to do something. Yeah, yeah. I wish they would wait until like two in the morning to do something like that instead of in the afternoon. But whatever. I wonder if yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's like eight p.m. So the like they probably could come at just about any time. Yeah, yeah. They they could schedule somebody <laughs> to come out at like four in the morning. You know, they they could they could look it up and find out like what time of day the least amount of people are online, and then do it then, which is probably like four in the morning, five in the morning, something like that. Did you um, see an RV back up into a pole? No. That was okay. so close to here, man. That was, like, so crazy. Like, my lights were flickering that day. So I'm like, huh, maybe I got a power surge from Blade's RV backing into the pole. Yeah. And there was that, that night after we had the bad computer issues, I came in and the whole like neighborhood right before your area was completely blacked out. There's been problems out there. Blade fucking running into shit every day. Yeah. 
terrified. Is Google Fiber underground? Do they run that stuff underground? I have no idea. I don't have Google Fiber. I don't even know if that's available out here. Um, it might not be. But, you know, it wasn't a big problem. It just, uh, you know, um, it just took me down for like three minutes or so. Yeah, Sucks. which is quicker than <laughs> and sometimes. So that's not, it's not too bad, but yeah. it does suck. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I was going to stream for a little bit longer, like, and then uh, go do the post show. The post show is the continuation of our uh, reaction to the Teddy Hart story. Yeah. Um, Wait, Ben, did you get a good look at the guy outside? No. Was he wearing a shirt? And if he was, was it a shirt he's been wearing for four months? Uh, completely dirty? Yeah, yeah. He got a job uh, working for <laughs> the cable company. It's Jared's first yeah, job. You know what I'm saying? You know my what first, I'm saying, bro? My first job back. It's cable company in Washington State. <laughs> Trumpster Bob recommended me because he knows a bunch of gays from California that live up there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? That's time yeah. wasted on spending it with someone who does. Speaking from personal experience, if the chick doesn't want you, just say fuck her, that's her loss, and move on. And you can sit here and like nitpick how much bullshit it is, because believe me, I've been there, done that, burnt the t-shirt. But, okay, you can nitpick the situation to like the most microscopic piece and you know she don't want you that's her loss he don't want you honey his loss move on find someone different but don't you ladies come crying to the one so called as society would put as society would put it the simp nice guy oh he's about yeah he's about to go on an incel rant right here uh oh it is it like, why, why don't you guys like the nice guy? No, because nice guys don't finish last. We finish on top. That's how it's done. Think about it, because women will go through their I got to date assholes phase. I wonder They'll if we got every- any Regal Tussle promos tubes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I was sorry. I got thrown off by the whole Internet disconnection thing but yeah i do have a few regal tussle promos egghead thank you so much for directing the show and telling me what to do (laughs) producer and director egghead yeah you gonna tell me who died next egghead god egghead just loves to tell you someone died that's like you know it'd be sick it'd be sick if egghead told us somebody died and then like 20 minutes later it came out on the news like Egghead was like either psychic and or killing celebrities just to tell us before anybody else could. <laughs> it's something he loves to do. It's a weird. It's a weird kink that he has. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> who 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 was the, uh, the, the Paul Revere? Egghead is a 2023 DP Paul Revere. He just has to go out and ride and tell everybody. All the great news, all the news, bad news, guys. The internet died. Every guy that treats her with respect, 
and go after the asshole that doesn't treat her with respect just so she can sit on her fucking pretty little of age ass and will bitch to anyone who will listen about how she's sick and tired of dating so-and-so, how he's such an asshole. So it's like, okay, honey, if you're sick of it, then break up with him. And what does she do? Oh, I can't, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's always an excuse. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, when it comes to toxic relationships, it's like ripping the Band-Aid off a scab. You don't want to do it. Well, it's going to hurt I mean, like a son of a David bitch. Crosby did die last night. No! No! Thanks. I didn't know that. And it may take time to reheal and rescab over, but trust me, you'll be better off doing it. And when you have all the signs in the universe showing you that, hey, this person could be really good for you, and you don't give them a chance, that's your fault. That's your fault. Meanwhile, if you're in this situation, somebody hit us up and get us to a nice fifty uh, percent going into great thing, uh, tomorrow's show. The great thing about nice guys or friend zones or whatever the the simp the simp orbiter is like the girl. Yeah, obviously she's with the wrong guy, right? But you're also the wrong guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like neither of you are right. And that's why she keeps you around because she looks at you and says, well, at least I'm not fucking him. My advice, find someone four times harder and four times more compatible. Sincerely. Do this. Find you. It's Egghead's way of telling people spoilers, but it's like someone dying. So it's a more sensitive subject. So you want people be less likely to call them out for spoilers. (laughs) But it is. It's it's life spoilers. You're spoiling it for everyone who needs to find it out on their own. Egghead Googles who died today every morning when he wakes up. And then he's. Yeah. Egghead definitely has newsy blood in him. Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> David Crosby dies last night in sleep. 78, extra, extra. It gets part newsy. Yeah. When he's not looking up who died today, he's looking up vigilant Christian Mario porn, godly bro extra, porn. Extra, extra, extra. Jared Genesis does something deplorable. <laughs> yes. Yes, he does do that. A, a significant other half that'll make the woman you're pursuing go, Damn, I gotta give him props. Egghead's definitely a devout Christian, too. Egghead, Egghead is an atheist that oh, Lordy. was that, that is more Christian than most Christians. <laughs> like the, the, his upbringing, he is so Christian. He is, he is undeniably Christian. The only thing keeping him from being like the perfect Christian is that he doesn't believe in God. He's so Christian, he would fuck the vigilant Christian. How much more Christian could you get than that? It's about as Christian as he's... Egghead literally would rub (coughs) the vigilant Christian down with his hot Christian smegma. That's how Christian Egghead is. Christian smegma, hell yeah. Smeghead over here. Hot Christian smegma. Good job, Saunders. You treat her right now. Yeah. Because here's what happens. Her shit goes south. She can't find the right guy. But you and your other half are still going strong. 
And when she sees, when she sees how unbelievably happy your other half is, and when she sees how happy you are, she's going to be going, I should have given you a chance. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> now, nice guys do not finish last. We finish on top because sooner or later down the line, she'll get sick and tired of dating assholes. She'll grow out of that phase. And by the time she does, then she starts pursuing. Oh, remember that one guy that was super sweet to you? I wonder how he's doing. So she'll look you up and. I love this fantasy in his oh, mind. By the time she realizes you're a good match, you've already got kids and you're married with your own shit. That's usually how and it how goes. Many histrionic narc- how many histrionic, histrionic narcissists have to run this girl through before she calls you up? Like, like, just be the histrionic narcissist from the beginning, run through her, and then she can go uh, leave, her, leave her in Cobb's lap when she's a, a, a dirty tissue. <laughs> dirty tissue. Fellas and ladies. So, like, I say about yeah, 94% of the time, women end up settling for the assholes. The assholes. Instead of getting what they want. And then like when they're when they're in their <laughs> no 40s, woman, no woman settles for the asshole. All right. They struggle. They ride the asshole like the, the biggest wave at the beach. <laughs> they 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 are they are trying to keep things on the level with the asshole the entire time. There's no settling at all. They they try and ride that wave as far as they can. They ride the asshole. <laughs> they ride the asshole. They ride the <laughs> asshole. Fifties and an unhappy relationship, an unhappy marriage. They'll look back on their youth and go, I really should have given that person a chance. What could have been? So I'm telling you right now, fellas, and guys do this crap too. Guys will go through this, they're gonna date sluts phase. And it's pretty much the male equivalent to what I just said. And it's like, dude. This might be hard for some women to hear, but men are not morally obliged to stay in sexless marriage. There we got it. We got it. 50%. Thank you so much. That's that's all. halfway there while living on a prayer. Yeah. They're not, but at the same time, sex is not a requirement for a relationship. It is merely a perk. Okay. Um. So yeah, in in like five minutes here, we're gonna go do the post show. You guys should join uh, patreon.com slash dp the the uh, the ten dollar perk. You can watch along with us. You know, post show would be about. 30 minutes or so so it's extra content and uh yeah you can check it out and also members channel members uh there's the post shows uh level if you join it's post shows and more if you join that level uh it's available to you guys too because i guess some people can't do patreon from what i've heard so some people join us that way that's a way to go through youtube yeah. And go beyond YouTube. Yep. Yes. Mm. 
one in the one in the chat if you think King Cobra is going to get the girl in the end. <laughs> what girl? I don't know. This girl, he says, that's going to go through all the assholes and then finally come and find her knight in shining uh, goth, goth armor. Knight in shining body so, armor. Zoe has a question. Uh, it says, if I join Patreon and I'm able to change the Discord associate if I need to, yeah, in your Patreon settings is where you link your Discord to it. So in your Patreon settings, you can go in there and log out of one Discord account. Like in Patreon, you log out of your old Discord account and then log into your new one is how you would have to do it if you're switching Discords. Yeah. So, yeah, this this Teddy Hart stuff is crazy. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting documentary so far. For those of you that haven't been riding with us, you should definitely check it out. You can start in the middle, but you should go back and watch the, the other episodes as well. We've only done two of them. Yeah, it's not that far back, but it's 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 some interesting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Hank Chill says Cobes already has had like four girlfriends. He should retire. Yeah, I mean, you're really only allowed, you're really only guaranteed three girlfriends in this life. Everything after three, that's just stunting. You guys, if you if you ever have four girlfriends, you're you're kind of that asshole that takes too much. Don't take so much from this earth. Keep it to three girlfriends a lifetime, fellas. I was just looking at like the guest list for Emerald City Comic Con to see who was coming in. I feel dumb because I don't notice. I I don't recognize most of these people. Name one you don't recognize, and we'll see if our audience knows them, or if if I do, if you don't, I, I probably don't. I don't know. Like, see, a, a lot of these people are like voice actors and shit too, or yeah, they're like at, comic book artists. I'm looking at what they've done, and I'm like, do I even know what they've done? <laughs> Transformers, GI Joe. Okay, there's. I know that. I know what they've done. You know you love me. Hell, I might even bring back a dead character. A character that isn't even of mine creation. What? Grobble, grobble, grobble. Are you going to bring back Eric the Fed? <laughs> I'm going to keep going until I see someone I David know. David Tennant. Who? David Tennant. You know David Tennant, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. recognize him. I, does he normally have the beard or no? No, he doesn't have the beard. Okay. That's I why I didn't recognize him. He lives around here. Oh, does he did he? a movie in Portland. I don't know if he does. I wonder if he like lives around here though. I know he did a movie in Portland. There's this uh, there's this guy I watch that uh does streams where he just like walks around in Seattle and goes to eat places and he's recommended a lot of good places to eat, so I watch him and there was one day he was walking around Pike Place Market and he walked past Conan O'Brien and didn't even notice that it was him and someone else found it <laughs> and pointed it out and like posted it everywhere. Yeah, like, Conan O'Brien's wife is from Seattle. Yeah, yeah. So I guess he bought. He goes to this fish market because I looked it up, and there's like a picture of him at the fish market. Like every year, there's like one of him there. So he must yeah. love the fish market there. 
I don't know who D. Bradley Baker is. I think I don't know. Um, Are they going to have Justin Roiland from Rick and Morty here? James Spooner. James Marsters. Okay. Jamie Kennedy. I recognize him. Ah, look at Jamie Kennedy just showing up randomly. Yeah, yeah. So I know who he is. He, he doesn't even say where he's going to be. It's to be determined. Yeah. Well, I think they're having a lot of uh, of they're trying to get like the cast from Scream. I think because Nev Campbell is going to be here okay. too. Can I? Can we join Artist Alley? Smut peddler Jesse Jordan. These guys are all in Artist Alley. Hey, look, they have knockoff David Lynch. <laughs> he does kind of look like him. John Boy Myers. Yeah, do I recognize Justin anybody Greenwood. else? The one year I was supposed to go where I uh, it oh. got canceled, the whole Back to the Future cast was going to be there, and I thought that was I really barely, cool. I barely know Katie Sackoff. I barely know her. She does... Uh, the Mandalorian. She's been on The Mandalorian. She did voice the actual uh, character she plays on Mandalorian from the cartoon, too, I guess. Battlestar Galactica. <clears throat> Kelly McMahon is that Vince McMahon's other daughter that nobody talks about? Uh, does he doesn't have another daughter, right? Simple Country says D. Bradley Baker was the voice of Olmec in Legends of the Hidden Temple. I don't think he has another oh, daughter. Matthew Lillard. So there's another Scream. Nice. Actor. Yeah, they're they're gonna make Scream happen. They're gonna make Scream happen. Also, Scooby Doo. Sasha Banks. I recognize her. Mercedes. Oh, sick! Yeah, Sasha Banks because she's in The Mandalorian too. Yeah, she'll be on a. Mandalorian panel probably or something. Um, they do panels still, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. There's Nev Campbell. Yeah, all Nev Campbell. There we go. We got a couple of names. Where's uh, David names. Arquette? David Arquette should show up too. There's Ray Wise from Twin Peaks. Wow, he's still alive. Holy shit! He must be old as hell. Yeah, he is. Because that's a picture from like the Twin Peaks days. Why is there no uh, Justin Roiland from Rick and Morty? Uh, yeah, I don't know any of these fucking people. Yeah. Oh, oh, Sherilyn Fenn. She was from Twin Peaks. Yeah, I could see why they would have Twin Peaks. Cheryl Lee was also from Twin Peaks. She was uh, the girl that died. Oh, wow. Laura Palmer. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. So probably because Twin Peaks is an easy sell for a Seattle Comic Con. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna get uh, Stephen Stephen Mel is there. Stephen Amell. He's K did SummerSlam. I think he's Cody Rhodes' buddy. Ah. Huh. Zeb Wells. Everyone knows Zeb Wells. Yeah. Do they have a previous year's guest list? Yeah, I think they do on there. Is that? Well, that doesn't help me. <laughs> yeah, you can like look up uh, the history of the guest list going back as far as 2012. Compare years. Yeah. Everybody says D. Bradley Baker is a god. Hank Chill says it's Seattle Tinder. Is that all that is? Those are just huh. People who swiped, uh, is it right? It means you accept them? 
they swiped to be accepted by this Emerald City Comic Con Tinder and they got to be on Comic Con? I believe so. <laughs> All right, guys, we are going to go do the post show. You should show up. Uh, it's going to go live just a few minutes after this stream ends. And uh, we will we'll yeah. see all of you there, and then uh, we'll see all of you on the show tomorrow night. <clears throat> Have a good one. Yeah. yeah. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.